welcome to this Thursday morning's edition of the show right here on WNHH 103.5 FMLP. Back in the studio with me is the one and only Tony McLean. And I bought Tony back because this is the time of year where the trades are still going despite the draft. So in the NBA specifically, um, there's been some movement, if you will. On Wednesday morning, Chris Paul got traded to Houston Rockets for, as Tony said, three buckets of water and a box of cream of wheat. Life, lifetime supply. Lifetime, lifetime supply, supply mm-hmm. of cream of wheat and over $600,000. Yeah. So we're going to jump right into it because there's a couple of things we need to talk about. We need to talk about Alonzo Ball going to Lakers. the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, and I heard a very interesting discussion on ESPN. We're going to refer to it as the mouse from mm-hmm. here on out because that's the way Tony talks about it. Um, but their discussion was Showtime. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Hadn't been Showtime in a minute. Mm-hmm. But now you got Lonzo Ball. And Magic, for, for good or not, more or less is the face now by being in the front office. So we're going we're going to talk about that. Sure. But let's talk about the trade. Yeah, it's uh the the, the Paul trade. Yes, the Paul yeah, trade. It's, it's it's weird because, you know, Harden's just coming off of a MVP type right. season as well. Right. And congrats to Westbrook for winning. But you're basically looking at two similar type guys mm-hmm. in that sense. They both like the ball. And they both like to score because even though Chris Paul is a point guard, he's more he's more one of them shoot first point guards right. as opposed to getting on. Now he gets, he gets the ball to guys. You know, there's no doubt about that. But the thing is, we've seen the trend, and this has really been a trend over the years with the NBA, not just now. There's always you've always had your big three. I'm right. trying to figure right. out who they're since that, Miami. Yeah, well, you know what. It's easy in in modern times. Think about it. Even even the seventy three Knicks, which yeah. had five had big five, guys, but but they had but they had five all they had five Hall of Famers that started mm-hmm. the Celtics. You know, with right. uh, Bird, McHale, and Parrish. I mean, even the even the old Celtics. I mean, Kuzi, Russell, and it's Sam Jones or yeah. or, or um, Oscar Kuzi. Robinson. Yeah, you know, even and and you know to bring up that that Bucks team. You know. Lou Alcindor, knee, um, cream up, Blue Jabbar, Jabbar, Oscar Robertson, and mm-hmm. Bobby Dandridge. Yeah. Every championship team, for the most part, has had has a big, a big three. three. So but just, I guess yeah. mm-hmm. in, in Pat Riley's genius, you know, you give it a name and you market that name. Well, when you, when you, you know, when you, you know, when you come out and have a, uh, an elaborate bad dancing sort of thing going on in Miami and they, you know, make it out like that this has never happened before. Right. Then people. Right. People and that's run. marketing. It, it, it's. Only if only if you only if you're only if you who you're marketing to doesn't know what the hell's going on. I mean, if you're if you're an old head like ourselves, you have an idea. You know that. Yeah. Why why are they trying to why are they trying to sell a snake oil and I and I don't need it. <laughs> but this Chris Paul trade now puts does it put Houston in a different position because we all know that at one point. The Clippers really were barn burning the West. 
And then all of a sudden that stopped. They, you know, the NBA to me, and I think we've talked about this before, you mm-hmm. get that three to five year window to yeah. win a championship. Yeah. And if you don't take advantage of it, you basically become the old Utah Jazz. Yeah. And that's where the Clippers were becoming. Now, it appears, you know, as an aside, it looks like that um, Blake Griffin is going to be the next guy to go there, but we'll, we'll wait and see on that. But as for Houston right now, you know, I hate to use that old Ronald Reagan line, but are you better off a year ago than you were? Yeah. I don't yeah. see it yet. Now, I think with all of this stuff, it's contingent on, you have to remember, we're a day removed, we're a day away from the beginning of free agency. And that's when okay. you're going to start to see even more stuff, I think, going on. So is this is this why we're getting the whole, on ESPN, whoop, Kevin Durant hasn't signed yet. Because we're a day away from free agency, is is that the plus, connection? Plus the fact they got to fill twenty four seven out, they got to fill yeah. all twenty four hour seven yeah. things cycle. So they'll have some, dare I say it, fake news just to make you think. Ooh, Alternative news. Whatever you say, Leanne. <laughs> whatever you say. But it's you know, again, if you, if if you can separate the bleep from right. Shinola, right. you'll know that. You just wait and see how this uh, because plays it's not unusual. Out. No, of course not. Of course not. I mean, to be you know when 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 uh, a certain when that certain balding guy from Cleveland r- went back to Cleveland, mm-hmm. it, it didn't happen. You know, right overnight. After. Yeah, and remember, we're only we're we're a, we're less than a week away from the dr- uh, from the draft, and even two three weeks removed from the finals. So right. get a grip, folks. Right. And in another six weeks, the season will start. Technically, yeah. folks will be training. Sure, sure, sure. But it's, you know, a lot of these leagues now are trying to be like the NFL in the sense of they want to be, they want to have their off their off season. They want to be on the, they, they want to lead sports center, so to speak. They want to be on the back page Public of their city. hometown. And that's all well and good, but see, it's different with the NFL because, see, the NFL, to their credit or discredit, mm-hmm. they pace things out. They spread things right, out because they, do. they got the draft, and then you got the uh, mini camps, and then we're we're less than a month away from the actual opening of training camps mm-hmm. in July. It's a it's a pattern that they've been using for years, so they're used to it, and their fan base knows it. Cool. There's no there's no mystery with the NFL. Exactly. Whereas there is mystery with the NBA. Only because these folks don't know what they're doing. <laughs> for lack of a better word sometimes. <laughs> but but it's but yeah, they're all they're they're all at least to me, at least on a modern level, they're trying to compete with the NFL mm-hmm. for that. It's it's um what's what's the word they always like to use? That marginal sports fan, because okay. like you said, if you're a big football fan, you've or you're, you you probably have already been on your team's website twice a day mm-hmm. or or what have you. You're probably getting ready for your dad gummed fantasy draft <laughs> and everything else. You know, the baseball fans are getting ready for the All Star right, game. Right, you know, Hockey, they just had their entry draft, and now the basketball fans are basically you know they're probably some that may be watching the WNBA. And they're, you know, and they're probably trying to see, you know, how good these guys are from the draft as well. But now, how many people really know that free agency starts tomorrow? I would hope if you're, if you're, if I, I think this way, I'm a, see, 
I like to respect, un- unlike the media entities, I like to respect some of the fans because I think mm-hmm. if you're a hardcore fan, then you'll you know. know. Well, see, especially now, because see, remember, we're in this, we're in an information society now. Yes. You know, everybody in the mama's got a website. You got YouTube and there's, there's information out there to be had. So mm-hmm. there's almost no excuse for you to not know what's going on right. if you're an alleged hardcore fan. Right. So, But now, with this free agency coming up, we had in the draft 19 freshmen? Was it 19? Well, well first time, the first five, I think it was the first five picks were all freshmen. Were that all was the freshmen. first time ever. Um I believe all told it wind up being like about either 16 or 19 freshmen. But see, again, that's that's reflective of the sport. And now all of a sudden now uh, they're thinking about redoing. Because remember, you know, the NBA has shot itself in the foot so many times, at least to me, in regards to the draft and draft restrictions mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. When they did the age limit, to me, it was stupid because, you know, I forget who said it. Oh no, um, Jermaine O'Neal. So I'm old, you know. So when I'm 18, I'm old enough to serve my country, but I'm not old enough to play in the NBA. See how sort of you know mm-hmm. ass backwards it is. And the the other thing is, and this is just a thing personally that I have seen over the years. And this is going back a while. You know, the NBA would put out on their one face. Well, you know, we really don't want to bring in a lot of the. Um, one and dones or the high school kids. But when LeBron came into the league, who did they who did they gear their campaign around? LeBron James. Right. Over the years, who have they geared nationally over the years? Kobe. Kobe. Garnett. Um Daryl Dawkins? Not so much Dawkins. Cause see, remember, it that was that was a different that was a different, a different time. Because see, Doc came in there at the time of the resurgence when the Larry, when the um, bird and uh, magic, you know, revolution was coming on. Now he, mm-hmm. now he preceded him, him and uh, Bill Willoughby back in the right. day and Moses as well. Right. Moses, Moses to Malone. Yeah. To, to, to the ABA. But see, again, that whole word marketing, let's face it, whether they were on CBS or NBC or ABC, anytime you saw an NBA commercial, Watch so and so in the Sixers take on so and so from the the Knicks. Right, they've been doing that for years. So you're saying basically things are built around which we kind of know if you're mm-hmm. if you're a true basketball fan. But see, but see, the NBA has talked on the other side of its neck for years, and now all of a sudden they want to have this consciousness. But let's be let's be honest. They've now, when in, you say that, be more specific. They're hypocrites because they're in bed with the NCAA. Anyway, Enrique, because even with the one and dones, they know. Because I'll, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I was, uh, I want to say about 10, 15 years ago, I was covering a game, uh, a class double L semifinal game. The winner of this game was going to go to play for the double L championship. It was Bassick versus West Haven. Mm-hmm. Two good teams. They would have been great teams all year. I think they both won 20 games that year. And, you know, when you go to games, you get familiar with right. people that are. There was a high school, there was an NBA scout there at this game. Now, granted, both teams are good, but there wasn't one player on either one of those rosters, starter or sitting, that was NBA ready 
either maturity or playing wise. So why was he and, there? And, and and that's what I did was because see I I know the NBA scout when I've seen one. I said, "Who are you here to watch?" And he said, "Oh, I'm 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 just here." No, no, no. You you don't have anybody here you're watching. He says, "I'm just I'm I'm just here." And see, that's the hypocrisy. I know exactly, but see, but no, and, that's, and see, but see, that's that's my point. See, on the one hand, they're saying, you know, we really don't want these young kids here, but you're scouting them. You're scouting. You're at the Dapper Dan. You're at the Jordan Classic. You're at all these high school things, and you're trying to tell me you're not recruiting these kids. I mean, it's that. See, that's where I have a problem with the NBA because they want it both ways. And just to further that. Remember when the developmental league started? Yep. This was supposed to have been the league where these guys would play for a year or what have you, and then by the time they got to the NBA, they'd be ready. But, of course, the NBA, being the greedy guts that they are, they wanted to make money off of it. So that's why you saw the the Dwayne Chinsises and the mm-hmm. Terry DeHairs playing in those, in, in, in those leagues. They would just load them up with guys that were name value, but you know that they weren't going to play in the NBA. Right. And so, so they've constantly talked out of both sides of their neck. For the, I, I, there's another way I was going to say, but I know you know kids are listening. <laughs> but the thing is, they're hypocrites. They're absolute hypocrites in regards to this. So that's why this whole the whole one and done thing and the age limit is 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 whatever. Because the minute, because look, two seconds after. Uh, uh, Lonzo got drafted. Uh, got drafted. Mm-hmm. The Levar got drafted the other mm-hmm. night. There was a Laker number two jersey there. Yeah, there was. I mean, come on, stop. You know, uh, you know, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Okay, that's all I'm saying. But now, again, it goes back to the whole question of, don't we see that? I mean, with with all leagues, right? Sure. Because we all know that technically, there are certain places that sort of are farm areas if you will for different leagues sure and people talk sure but see but see they try to put this way it's sort of like the NFL not acknowledging that their fantasy that that their league sanctioned fantasy draft isn't just a professional lottery for their fans mm-hmm. you know they they could see remember when fantasy football first started, I know we're going all over the place, but 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 um, bear with me here. When and when fantasy sports started to become prominent, especially in uh, football, they sort of laughed at it. And I remember. And then about a few years back, about ten years back, because I, I was on the media the media mailing list, they came out with a book called "The NFL's Official Guide to Fantasy League Sports." fantasy league football and i said ah because see it reminded me of the uh um the movie hoodlum with uh lawrence fishburne (laughs) and others (laughs) when they realized that they could make a substantial amount of money like oh we gotta get in right because see one other thing i think i may have said said this before but I'll, i'll do it again uh all the new stadiums now when they uh when they um when they put the score up now mm-hmm. they put up the score they put up who the leading passer is and who the leading runner is and who the leading receiver is okay 
we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna ask this question and then we're gonna move on. We're gonna gotcha. go back to mm-hmm. to basketball. Sure. But isn't this all a part of keeping the game alive through this century? Because you have young people. Oh sure. sure. And you know, young people are not. They're not the ones that's used to sitting and watching a game. Sure. There's got to be some kind of interaction. Yeah, I get I, I get all that. But see, and I know everybody wants to get the young demographics. Everybody wants yeah. to like that 15 to 25 or 25 yeah, to 25 30 to or whatever. 25 like that. to 45. Yeah. But, you know, so you're going to turn off. So, you, so you, you're going to fight so hard for that demographic that you're going to turn away the demographic that you do have and have always that had buys for years. jerseys that pay for tickets. Because see, see, the other see the other thing the NFL, you know, stumbled on was the female sports fan. Yeah. Because see, and again, I don't want to make this all about fantasy football, but I think almost half the folks that are on fantasy are female are, are women. Yeah. Because yep. I've played, I've played a couple yeah, of years. Yeah. 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 Hey. I hate to admit it. I did. I did it a couple of times. <laughs> then I got tired of people calling me three in the morning asking me to make a trade. So, so that was that was that was enough. That was enough. Like of it was it. real. Like it was real money. Oh, right? there was. Um, I I, I, can, I can relate a baseball story to you too. But I but I know we you know we got, we don't have that much time. But it you know when you've got so many folks that mm-hmm. literally just just take it way too far too far you know it's like the folks that dress up in pokemon outfits and star yes. wars outfits and you say you know your mama didn't raise you to wear that clothing in, in public man but who am i to say who am i to say? what's that have to do with me right yeah but back to back to nba so the short of it all with the rockets is they're still gonna be a semi okay team. Don't be. They're not going to be moving to the other status, but you know, it, it, it things depends. happen. It de- it's, you know, again, as we're speaking, if you're putting a gun to my head right now, I don't see them advancing that much farther than than where they went this past year. Where they get to the second round till they got mm-hmm. beat by the Spurs, right? So I don't know if that if they've really improved on their lot. If nothing else. They may be more, you know. They may be, you know, people may want to watch them more now mm-hmm. because they, you know, because the uh, the novelty of seeing Chris Paul in a rocket jersey, but that'll wear off after you know right. four or five losses right. and everything. First like, few games, but 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 it's you know, and see the NBA. This is the one thing that the NBA is smart about. They wait till after the draft and after the free agency to come out with their TV schedule. So mm. you know somebody's already saying, okay, it's about four or five more games right. for Houston now, right? And of course, you know, with the uh, with with uh, with Zoe and the Lakers, okay, right. we'll give them a couple more, more games, take a couple away from the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't acknowledge that team in New York as of yet until they get a real <laughs> team. So they'll they'll probably okay, we'll put them on once. But the Knicks have MSG, so yeah, and but, that's, not, but not everybody, but not not everybody, everybody gets got it. MSG, right? And and those who have it, you know, are like. Right, because why? why? Mm-hmm. Center stage is about the other best thing that's on there, but, but that's yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, but um, so we'll we'll wait and see. Is there a possibility that Chris Paul could go somewhere else, even I, though this trade has been made? Sure, sure. But 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 
consider, you know, at some point Houston's got to put a roster together. Cause remember they just sent about a half a dozen guys <laughs> and their first round, they're, they're what might be a pretty decent lottery pick for next year already. So, you know, put it, you it's know, pretty much done. Hey, you better, you know, you better do something. Yeah. You know? They got to put a team together. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So the argument that I heard maybe Monday night mm-hmm. after the draft, some guy and Stephen A. Oh. <laughs> Stephen fill, A. Smith. Fill, fill in the blank, right? Fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. We're talking about this L.A. pick, Lonzo Ball, which he's UCLA. Mm-hmm. So people in the area are already familiar with him. Sure. Um, most of us around the country have heard things via what his dad has done. Mm-hmm. But they are saying... That since Magic is now front office and possibly the guru, if you will, of the Lakers yeah, he's at the, this he's, point. He's the new Mitch Kupchak. Basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then Lonzo Ball will not only produce, but this brings Magic back to the Lakers in, in the respect that you know, it's that Showtime era. We're beginning a new mm-hmm. Showtime right. era. What's what's this most this magic? What's this, this will be magic. What magic comeback four or five? Yeah. I, I've lost count. Yeah, I, I about really four have. or five. Well, I'll I'll say it like this: smartest thing they may have done that night was the other trade that they made, bringing uh, Brooke Lopez to to them. to them because now for the first time in a little while they have a center who can score, who can defend. Yeah, because goodness and, knows. And, oh, I, see, I can see it. You know. <laughs> That might have been the bigger move than then, bringing Lonzo in, yeah. because now Lonzo has somebody to get the ball to him, and also, the, and and again to go back on the free agency, there's the Paul George factor because you know all these rumors have it that he wanted that he wants to go to L.A. Mm-hmm. Now he has already said that, all right, I'll play through this year, but depending on what the cap room is for mm-hmm. the Lakers and everything mm-hmm. to that effect. They may, you know, Magic may give, uh, you know, Indy's guy a call, say, "What do you see. want? What do you want to do? What do you want to do to get the the George thing off your hands?" Yeah, and, yeah. But see, that's what that's why this is, you know, this is basically the NBA's hot stove league right now. That's going on. There's going to be a lot of speculation, and see, there's a lot of guys who are unhappy. Who are who want to get out of certain instances? There are also teams like Boston that looks at themselves as being maybe a player away from truly becoming right. the best team in the East. There's Cleveland that's trying to stay in their spots, and then you got teams like Philly that are still trying to mold, mm-hmm. and then you got teams like uh, Minnesota. Now, a lot of people think because of bringing in Jimmy Butler, that helps them because he gives them that veteran presence. Mm-hmm. He's already played with uh, the coach as well. So can Minnesota sneak into one of those uh, spots, spots in, 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 in the West? So mm-hmm. again, so again, the, you know, the, the TV sex, okay, maybe we'll give them a couple more games, games. this year. Just, just, you know, just to see what they're all about. So there's a lot of, there's, there's, there's a lot, a lot of, of moving lot of, parts, a lot of stuff going on. A lot on. of moving parts. Oh yeah. yeah. A lot of moving parts mm-hmm. because, The person's argument was that, okay, so Magic's there. 
does that really make a difference in getting people in the seats, rejuvenating the fan base, and and bringing the layer the Lakers at least to a first round in the playoffs? See, and see, Laker fans are going through a little bit of character assassination now in the sense because they're not the, they're not the number one team in Cali anymore. Yeah. And for the last two, three years, they haven't been the number one team even in, in L.A. No, and they haven't even made it to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And see, it's, you know, it's been a long drink of water for them. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a baptism by fire yeah, for yeah. us. Now, 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 look, let's be, let's be honest. You know, Lord knows there weren't Nick fans that went to games because of Phil Jackson <laughs> being GM. <laughs> now, now, will fans go because they know Matt? Eh, just for the chance to see magic, eh, you know, just the wave of magic, and eh, maybe that might be worth a couple seats a night. But more so, I I think Ball may wind up being the guy that you know is the draw. Indir- and but it could be done through osmosis with magic because now here, I mean, he basically is a six foot nine Yoda for this right. kid. Right, he can you know right. say all the things he wanted to do and all the yeah. other stuff, and like I was telling you before, at some point if he hasn't already, he's gonna have the Ned Beatty talk with the dad and just be like, you know, okay, I got, I got it, I got well, this. Well, think about think about who Magic has at his fingertips, who he has access to, you know, to to have them come in and sit down and talk to Lonzo Ball. You know, a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, a Kobe Bryant, even Phil, you know, Pat Riley. Mm -hmm. You know, just that enough is to make you say, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to work really hard. And and also, if they are successful, and again, players talk, players see what's going on, all of a sudden. Yes. mm -mm. I, I might want to be. Might, in I may want to go down might, to L.A. Yeah, I might want to have a little bit mm-hmm. of that showtime. Sure, sure, sure. Because you know, these kids grew up with some of these guys. Well, at least the Kobe part. A lot of them grew up right. seeing Kobe, yeah. and some of the older ones may have grown up and seen you know Magic or, or or what have you. And as much as I hate to say this, it's got that Yankee effect. When you go to camp and you got Reggie over right. here right. and Jeter over right. here and Yogi before he passed over here right. and what. It, it, you know, it says something to of you. Of course, of course. And the Lakers are still NBA royalty. Yep. Good, bad, or, or indifferent. indifferent. People, you know, there is something about, you know, you know, the even even in bringing in James Worthy to sit down and talk to you. Sure. You know, these are guys who have at least two to three rings, and so even though they may not have been on the court for a while, they were all a part of something special. They were all a part of a brotherhood, a fraternal order that brought them up to the next level. And that's like that in all sports and in the NBA. But there are certain teams. I mean, let's let's face it. When you say the Laker way, you know, you think of a certain way Mm -hmm. when you say the Grizzlies way. <laughs> and no disrespect to the Grizzlies, but it's just Jerry West. It ain't going. It, it ain't. Oh, that was one of his jobs. He's he's all he's. Ironically, he's with the Clippers now as a consultant. Yeah, see, but, and that's tough. 
Well, no, well, no. Remember, he was with the Warriors. He was with right. The, he's been all you know. He's been all over the place. Yeah, he, you know, he's he's Johnny Cash. He's been everywhere. <laughs> but it's but see, like you said, to me, especially in the NBA, there's that fraternal sort of thing where you know this guy is one. This guy knows, yeah. and I think now when you've seen over the years where these could see again, I always you know I know I sound like a broken record when I say this. Uh, LeBron took less money to go to Miami. Right. KD took less money to go to Golden State. I'm willing to bet you that Paul George would take less, less money, money because to be he, with the Lakers. Because you remember, in all three instances, the Thunder, the Cavs, and the Pacers have the ability to give him the most money. And he still chooses to say, that's okay, mm-hmm. I want to go win. Mm-hmm. And And I think players see that. And... Once I, th- I think it's 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 sort of a trial by error now for the Lakers because see now they've got the chance now now that they know that the Clippers are probably right. in rebuilding mode depending on you know who else they bring in they got a chance to get those old fans back to I'm you know, I almost said the forum but you know it's just when <laughs> when I say when it says Inglewood. we're gonna bring them back when we're gonna bring them back to the Staples Center. It sounds like they're getting ready to do documents or something yeah, like that, right, you know? Because right. there was something about saying the fabulous forum. But now, but but that being said, they've got a chance to basically be prominent again in the NBA. And while while the league doesn't necessarily have to have a winning team in LA mm-hmm. or a winning team in Boston or God knows a winning team in New York, the league will survive without them. But but. It would be kind of nice if, you know, I'm not saying we're going to see Lakers Celtics all over again, but it now, would be kind of a while before yeah. you get to that but, point. But, you know, it would, it would, it would be kind of cool to have those, this way, when they do those East, when they do those East West doubleheaders, yeah. Yeah. it would be kind of nice to, to see, you know, Jack, you know, doing a stogie instead <laughs> of watching, you know, Billy Crystal or somebody else at a Clipper game. Well, here's the thing to me. I am a big advocate of the 21st century because I feel like the 20th century did it. It did it big, but that was supposed to be a stepping stone to where we are now. And it seems like we've kind of sputtered mm-hmm. in everything in all directions. I want to see some strong teams come out of the East. I want to see an Atlanta Hawks team. For once, mm-hmm. I want to see Dallas Mavericks, Sacramento Kings, mm-hmm. even the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I remember them. Remember them? Mm-hmm. And the fun, you know, it was when you mentioned Dallas, the kid that they got from NC State, he may wind up being, to me, one of the most explosive rookies coming in mm. just as a score. I mean, I, you know. Well, let's mm-hmm. look at that. Mm-hmm. Who, who is out of the, out of the top five? That were drafted. Who is the one that's really besides Lonzo Ball? Because you know the expectations for him all over mm-hmm. the place. Mm-hmm. They've thrown it at the wall. It's sticking. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's kind of done. Right. But outside of Lonzo, mm-hmm. who is it that's really going to mean something to the team? Who is it that's going to set that franchise on fire? I like. I'll go back to what I was going to say. The, the this kid Dennis Smith from uh, North Carolina State, um, explosive scorer, a slasher. 
I see, and I try not to do the hyperbole stuff, but I see a lot of Bernard King in him mm. in the sense of how he goes through as he slashes to the basket. He's, uh, you know, and to be quite honest, the Mavs haven't had an explosive scorer like that. I mean, Dirk Nowitzki is great. I was going to say not a, Dirk's probably the closest no thing. Well, you know, they just, you know, they just, you know, are trying to get him to take a pay cut so they can bring, bring him out back. This guy. But, but how old is Dirk now? Jeez. Dirk's up there. Yeah. Dirk's up there. He's but, been around a while. But, but see, again, because he's one-dimensional, they can, right. they, can, they can keep him around. But see, that's why you bring in this guy like Smith so he can take some of the offensive pressure away away from Dirk. Mm-hmm. And see, I think, you know, the, the biggest adjustments most of these players have to make is a defensive uh, adjustment. Most of these, you know, the one smart thing that Charles Barkley has said over the years is any idiot can score. And that's for the most... For, for, <laughs> Including him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and for the most part, that is correct in, in, in the NBA. The biggest transition that most players have to make, whether they're from, from the States or foreign, mm-hmm. is a defensive thing. Now, he's going to a place where you have a defensive-minded coach, Rick Carlisle. He works with him on the defense. The offense stuff is already there. So right. he's got a, you know, at least for it's me. He's got a real chance, yeah, real at shot. Le- at least for me, he looks, I, I, I'd be anxious to see how successful, because to be honest with you, I was, I was hoping against hope that a certain team on fifth Avenue and 33rd would get him, But of course that was asking too much, but, but what about the young man that they picked up from France? You know, I'm, I'm going to, we're talking about the Knicks draft yeah, choice, just again, in case you don't yeah. know. Well, all, all you need is, all you need is like <laughs> a minute and a half, basically. Let's put it this way. If you go by, <laughs> if you go by what you've seen on him on YouTube, He's raw. He looks like he's got some, you know, mm-hmm. this way. Him and Porzingis need to basically spend two days of Mama Leone's to put some weight on them <laughs> yeah, at, at some that's point. That's true. Because yeah, yeah, they kind of, you know, give them the house special two, three times a day. No, two times a week is fine. You got because, because, you know, you do have to play. You do have to play <laughs> at some point. But I'm always leery with foreign players. And, I, and I'll use the Yao Ming example, you know. How can I be impressed when he's posting up four foot seven guys and slamming on them? I mean, <laughs> let me see him go up against somebody so, equal size. So what you're saying to me about the European leagues is that they don't have the same type of player that the not, American not, not player similar, has, not so, or American teams have. It's I should more, say it's more like college because you know, not, let's put it this way. You're not going to have the same player at, say, Vanderbilt as you would have, say, at Kentucky. Correct. You're not going to have the same talent at, say, uh, Michigan as you would, say, Rutgers. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and it's a shame, too, but that's a whole, but again, that, that's another hour. That's another, that's that's another, another hour. show. That's another hour. That's another right, show. Right there. But no, that's that. And, and see, the disparity amongst the foreign players as opposed to the American players, to me, that's the thing. See, I never bought into that whole thing, uh, I guess about 10 years ago, when they were trying to tell us that the foreign players right. were better than the American players. Right. And, and, it, and it's got nothing to do with being xenophobic or anything right. like that. Because, no. see, here's the deal. Okay, I'm going to try to keep this short. When you send high school coaches over, when you send college coaches over, when you send pro coaches over, when you send them over 
at some point they're going to pick up on what you're saying and you're going to get uh you're mm-hmm. going to get a Nowitzki. You're going to get a uh, right. Tony Kukoc or what have you. But when you start trying to push the narrative that they've surpassed the American players, then you've got a racial agenda that I can't go with and you're you know, you know, you're, you're you know, it's 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 it stops being about basketball. Are they good players? Yes, but their learning curve at times is bigger than the players here because they have to deal with a language barrier. Right. They have to deal with the homesickness and and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, and a changing culture. Exactly, exactly. And, and oh, by the way, uh, you know, oh, by the way, see that guy at number twenty three. You have to guard him, mm-hmm. tongue or no tongue, out of his mouth. Right, right. But now, and, and getting back to the draft, when we have this draft and when players are chosen, is there any consideration? Because, you know, we talk about the cap all the time. Sure. But is any real consideration given to the cap? Because these guys are coming in. Mm-hmm. Some people 15, some people 10, some people 8. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I'm the Dallas Mavericks and I'm trying to get this youngster, mm-hmm. what am I willing to pay him? And see, there's a, there's a, you know, there's a ceiling and see the cap's going to be going up again this year because right. the first year of the new TV contract kicks in. It's see so much of the draft now has become they're drafting on potential instead of can this guy walk because see look when magic potential as opposed to talent. Sadly, yes, okay. and that's the sad part because see look when magic came in, magic was the real deal. You knew magic right. was going to be good. You didn't right. know how good, but you knew he was, he was going to be, be good. good. But can't we say that about Lonzo Ball? Yes and no. And I know that's, and I hate to be vague like that, but it goes back. See, again, it goes back to this whole thing of the age restriction and all this. So see, they want it both ways. They want to be able to bring in the finished product, but you don't know what you're getting when you bring in, you know, the youngins. Now, Now, look. One of the reasons why LeBron was able to come in because LeBron was a man child. Mm. Garnett was a man child. Mm -hmm. Even to a certain extent, Kobe was a man child. Plus the fact he was the son of a former NBA player. player. And that, and that adds, that adds to it too. Yeah. Now certain guy. Now I only saw, I only saw UCLA a handful of times and I did see the, uh, the Kentucky game and, but see every player's got flaws. But it a lot of times it's situations. Now, you know he he falls into the into a great position because he's going to like I said he's going to a guru. If he had gone to maybe Sacramento, he you know he might he might have wound up being the next Felipe Lopez, <laughs> and people would be like, I know people saying, who <laughs> Google it and you'll understand. But see, but that's my point. Right. It's all about, you know, where you go. Would um would history have changed a bit if Indiana had won the first lottery instead of the the Knicks? Would history have changed if uh Kareem had went to Phoenix instead of Milwaukee? Mm-hmm. You know, would history have changed 
if uh, if Houston had drafted Jordan instead of Elijahwan. I mean, it's that's that's what that you know that's always the speculative stuff. You know, we'll we'll we'll, 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 we'll never know. About, yeah. But the sad thing is now the whole draft now has become this whole thing of drafting for potential instead of talent instead of this guy is ready to walk in i'm you know it's almost like the the age of innocence died and i and i know i don't want to make it sound morbid it's almost like the age of innocence died when lynn bias decided to mm-hmm. take his own life in mm-hmm. a sense because he cuz if he had got you know yeah that would have been a di- a different animal sure would have sure, been a different animal sure. and that's been like almost what 30 40 years 30 now? it's 30 something years well over 30 years now yeah so yeah because he was gonna play for celtics right you and think, you think their future would have been a little bit different if he had lived oh, yeah. and, and and instead of uh or, or uh who's the other kid that they wound up drafting um why can't i remember the kid's name because i interviewed him uh reggie um reggie lewis Okay, yeah, Reggie Lewis. Who unfortunately died you know, right. young as well. Right, he died on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, again, you know, I, I think of everything now in terms of 21st century. Sure. sure. You know, and they've always asked guys, well, you know, they asked Kareem, um, they asked Charles, you know, what do you think of the way the game is played now? And Kareem said, "Look, it's just the way it is." And 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 see. And so, mm-hmm. with this class coming in, mm-hmm. we're going to see a continuance of what a lot of people have thought is not basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 weird because see, my thing has always been whether they're youngins or what have you. You can't ev- excuse me. You can't evaluate a draft until say. Four years down the road. Mm-hmm. You really can't because, you know, and again, this goes back to this 24-7 feeding frenzy. You know, two hours after the draft, they're telling you, okay, who won the draft tonight? Uh, uh, I guess <laughs> I, I guess the folks who, you know, the, the ratings people won because, you know, they talked about it. There's this, 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 we, we live in this, and that's the bad, that's the pluses and minuses mm-hmm. of the 21st century. Like you said, it's that instant gratification. Now, on the surface, it looks like um, the you know the number one pick. I think he'll be okay. Of course, he's going to have to go through some adjustments. But that team as a whole, are they really that much better? Right. Because again, I go back to what I was saying about the Timberwolves. The reason why the Timberwolves looked good because they brought in a veteran presence. You realize the veteran presence for the Sixers right now is Okafor, and that's only because he's been in the league, you know, two hours more than these other guys. guys. Yeah. And right now, the Sixers are sort of the poster child for this new and modern NBA. They're right now, they're a glorified AAU team. They're a good team. I was going to say, but they're a good team. They're a good team. But see, I don't know who anybody who's on it, but but, but, but <laughs> when I saw them play the exactly. few times I did, exactly. I was kind of impressed with sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. But are we now? Now look, Doc. You know, even Doc won them one. Doc still owes them like about six or seven titles, mm-hmm. basically. Now, how many of these guys going to owe? Because they've basically have been written. They've been off the written off the face of the earth for the last 
20 years. Remember, it wasn't that long ago when the Celtics, you know, when Doc was still with the Celtics, that they played each other in the Eastern Conference Finals. So it's not as long of a stretch, but because uh, it's it's like a sandwich. It's because the, the first piece of bread was lousy. The second piece of bread was lousy. Now the middle was okay. So it just seems like, boy, the Sixers have been, you know, sucking it up for for quite a while. And even and even as much that was made of their ascension, they went from ten wins to twenty eight wins. I mean, twenty eight wins in the NBA is sort of it's like pretty, it's not bad. Yeah, well, but it helps to be in the Eastern Conference too. Listen, mm-hmm. uh, the Knicks right now under Phil Jackson are ninety and one seventy two. And so yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh oh. oh. And, and I and I'm not saying that as a jealous Knicks fan because mm-hmm. hey, they're look. I'll be the first one to tell you the Sixers' upside is a hell of a lot better than the Knicks' upside right now. But that being said, when you realize that Philly is playing, are we are we playing for championships, right? Or are we playing for being on ESPN and TNT a little bit more? It depends. Yeah, and 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 see, they're in, and that's too. That's the other side of this twenty first century game, because you know. You're you're playing to the fan, but you're playing to the fan that's home that would not want to buy a ticket, pay for parking, eat the food, sit in the and, seat. And see, sadly, and and this is something that the NBA has got to deal with quick. There is still the perception that the NBA is just all about entertainment and not about basketball. And that's something that's something that they've got to work hard on because, you know, the one thing in watching, if anybody had a chance to watch the um, the Lakers-Celtic uh, thing, yes, there was a marketing thing because, yeah, they, they, they used an age-old, you know, they used an age-old ritual race mm-hmm. and rivalry to right. sell it. But at the end of the day, you watch because of the hoops. I'm not sure people are watching for hoops now because – you know whether we want to admit it or not a lot of the intrigue in regard regarding the lakers this year is going to be what fool thing is daddy zoe gonna do <laughs> um but you know between now and what have you and that that and doesn't help that remains to be seen yeah yeah but that I, remains know, to be seen let's, see, let's put it this way uh i find it ironic that uh richard williams just got inducted into the uh tennis hall, hall of, of fame, fame. If I'm rich, when they hated him, you know what? They absolutely if, if, hated him. If 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 I'm rich, I might give uh, Daddy Zoe a buzz because even even he realized at some point, you know, gotta get you gotta let go. And again, I don't want to make this all about you know Daddy Zoe because at the end of the day, he got exactly what he wanted. Yep, you know, and uh, there's no doubt that he will probably make a good buck. As well, I just wish they wouldn't do the reality show. That's all I'm asking. So, I mean, you know, please. There's, you know, we don't need, we don't need another reality show. Right. We really don't. But, you know, he ain't gonna listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not gonna listen to Magic, he definitely ain't gonna listen to me. <laughs> well, he's gonna have to listen to Magic because Magic's mm. gonna be at the table with that contract. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's going to have to break down and listen to him sooner or later mm-hmm. as Jerry West and other people sit around that table as well. Mm-hmm. Anthony McLean, thank you so much for being here. No problem. Appreciate your time and your energy. 
I, I knew I couldn't get through this week without talking to you about this draft. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. And there's still, and you know, there's still a lot more. Now with, with the yeah, starts. yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we'll probably be back once again before the summer's over. Sure. Tony is the editor emeritus of the Black Athlete Sports Network. I got it right. Cool. And say your website. Oh, it's uh, www.basnnewsroom.com. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. And this has been the show on 103.5 FMLP, WNHH.org.